So I'm excited for tonight's show that materialized out of nothing. Actually, my car ride home <laughs> from work is how this came about. But ladies and gentlemen, you see what it is, a full screen of excellence. As you see, uh, the dynamic duo of Black and Mac is now the, uh, I was going to do something for a quartet, <laughs> but uh, I got nothing. <laughs> Quintessential quartet. <laughs> I like okay. it. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So it is we'll the kings <laughs> of Friday night live streaming and the queens of nerdum, the kings and queens Ooh. over here. You see what we did? Yes. I like that. All right. I made it work. I like, that. I like it. And this show, ladies and gentlemen, trademark that before someone takes it. Yeah. Well, we'll I'm getting on it. Let me dabble on a. That's the keyboard. <laughs> Copyright.com. I don't even hear like clicking of keys. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Copyright.com. We got it. It's in the bag. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, brace yourselves. This will be a very entertaining show. As the season four finale of the Smoke Pit, uh, we decided to take it back to day one with some of our day ones here. Uh, Tay and Jen, co-founders of the Queens of Nerdum over here on uh, DFPN. And um, we pretty much want to present this question to you guys. Kind of a two-part. Who is the worst Avenger? And then we will come back and debate who is the best Avenger. Um, needless to say, uh, everybody has different opinions, which makes the show great. And we will get into that as episode 123 yes. of The Smoke Pit, season four finale starts. Right now. Welcome to the smoke pit. It's Friday night. Come and take a load off. Come sit in the smoke pit. It's time for us to show off. It's been a long week. Come relaxing. Get some lapsing. And let's talk about these brackets. While we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions, I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac, welcome to the smoke pit. Yep, y'all know what it is. Friday night, mood is right. The quintessential quartet of Black Mac, <laughs> A, and Jen gracing your screens for the season four finale of the smoke pit before we get into the holidays and first of all let me just say welcome back to my partner in crime black mac it is good to have you back Yay! it feels fucking great to be back <laughs> and what i missed you guys i missed you <laughs> <laughs> it's you dear bro what the thing so i just uh, want to say y'all y'all you... got me Y'all got me out the oh, bed for this one. So let's make this a good one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it will be. <laughs> you can thank me for my service. I caused this to happen. Challenge accepted. <laughs> <laughs> it was all Willie. People will say I'm an instigator. I like to consider myself you are. a situation enhancer. I like to just enhance situations to get, you know, conversations going. The situation, if you will. Situation enhancer. 
<laughs> but if you do not know these lovely ladies to our left here, uh, we'll start with Tay and then we'll go to Jen. Introduce yourselves and uh, let them know who you are, what you do. Uh, my name is Tay. <laughs> and <laughs> sorry, I, I was hearing now. like a, my name is Tay. Yeah, I like to do things. Yeah, <laughs> my name is Tay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm musical, so <laughs> might get more song singing things here and there. <laughs> We're all for that. That's true. <laughs> all right. I'm Jen. Yeah. Or the uh, other half of Qui oh, my name is Jen. Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> uh, the other half of the Queens of Nerddom. I am a book nerd by default, but a horror girl at heart. Ooh. So both of those together. Yeah, thus the um horns here. Ooh. That's Little maleficent action it. going there. I dig it. Hell yeah. Cool. cool. Awesome. So um, as we always do, I'll let you know right now, if you're watching us on Patreon, great job. Clap, clap, clap. We appreciate you all. Uh, and if you're tuning in on Monday on YouTube or wherever you're streaming your podcast at, um, if you look in the description, you can see all our, our, our you know, advertisements and whatnot. Um, however, I want to get straight into this show. So here over on DFPN, a few of our shows, we like to do a little ceremonial shot before we get into the proceedings. Um, tonight, I am finishing off my uh, passion fruit flavored soju. And that will be chased by Peach Crown and Gold Peak Sweet Tea. What are you on, Tay? Uh, I will be taking a shot of my second shot, rather, of <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla Crown, huh? and then I knew it with some more Vanilla Crown and uh, what? What else? The Coke Vanilla, Vanilla Coke. Ooh. There you go. So it's a vanilla kind of nice. night. Yes. I like it. it. Janet. Mine's, um, I have the sliced apple Captain Morgan. Ooh. It's so, so good. Highly recommend it. <laughs> and then I have my, my Bacardi Tropical Rum with some, I don't know, <laughs> co coconut flavored seltzer. Not the, not the asshole kind of tasting one, but the, like the good seltzer water that you can actually drink. <laughs> Not like, you know, I just I just poured rum in a glass and put something else in here. It's just, <laughs> hey. just oh, man, the, the point is it has it's rum. Friday. <laughs> it's been a week. Whatever gets you there. <laughs> I love it. Say it again. And uh, it again. our designated driver for tonight is a uh, black down at the bottom. Tell her what. <laughs> let everybody know what a what a responsible beverage you will be on tonight. So this is this is my cup. It's filled with uh, with water and frozen water, and uh, we'll be consuming this for the duration of the show. Hey. Normally, I would be on here having a shot with you guys, but uh, my gallbladder has been removed, and um, I'm looking like Jon Snow right now, and I cannot have alcohol for the next week. So there's that. It's cool. We will drink for you. Don't worry. How many gallbladder removed is? It's not. It's, it's fun being an adult. <laughs> hey. All right. Oh no! Hell no! 
So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> hell no. Let us uh, toast to the weekend to everybody who uh, who made it here. EJ in the comments, what's up, man? Appreciate you tuning in. Um, here's to everybody. Here's Welcome. to a, an amazing season four as we wrap it up on a high note, and uh, to an amazing 2024. Salud. 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 It is time, as Rafiki would say. It is time. That went so, smooth, guys. Just got to tell Arabian you. Arabian Nights. Rafiki was not in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> multiverse! <laughs> it's the multiverse! <laughs> no, I'm so, uh, so, oh my God! If you are, if you are new to uh, the smoke pit, uh, our origin story began when uh, myself and Black uh, came across a comment from one of our friends, uh, Warren Cockrell. You may know him as Dub, uh, Dub C, all of that good stuff. He asked, I don't think he asked. I think his thing was like, after watching the the MCU, I feel like. It's, if Doctor Strange is like the worst Avenger because of X, Y, and Z. And Black kind of echoed some of that stuff. Um, so I'm going to allow Black to explain to you all his position on who is the worst Avenger. Um, kind of a recap, if you will. Uh, you can go back to the mm -hmm. first episode and, and get spun up on that. Then I will explain my thoughts, and then we will let the Queens uh, give their thoughts and fully express, and then we'll kind of go back and forth and talk it out, if you will. Um, so, Black, if you will, uh, enlighten the crowd on why you feel that Doctor Strange is the worst Avenger. Well, uh, I will start off by saying the guy is ultra powerful, right? Controls time holder of one of the infinity stones wears it protects it we saw him use this to pretty not defeat but pretty much stave off one of the most powerful entities that we've seen in the mcu and that is dormammu we've seen him accomplish some magical feats right great guy um here's my problem with dr strange he is ultra powerful and with that said, he is able to look and see the outcomes of the battle. He looks at it, surveys it, and tells everybody, I've looked at over 14 million scenarios. And they're like, damn, why so many? And he's like, I only have one outcome out of these 14 million. And then there's, there's, the, there's the movies, right? Avengers... Infinity War, Avengers, Endgame. Those those are the results of what he looked at in those 14 million. Right? <laughs> that one outcome is those movies. Mm -hmm. That's the timeline. These are some pretty fucking shitty outcomes <laughs> out of this. We have Douchebaggery mm -hmm. by Peter Quill. We have Bitch boy. people trying to figure out how the fuck to go back in time. 
I know mm-hmm. they don't know the they don't know the the inside. That's why I'm calling mm-hmm. the Peter Quill now. We have okay. to establish this for now. Yes, we have the <laughs> douchebaggery by Peter Quill for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we have we have the Thanos snapping everybody away. Out of which he takes the time stone. Well, he doesn't take it. Doctor Strange gives it to him. That's mistake mm-hmm. number two from time from him. He looked at all these and was like, eh, all right, I got to give it to him. So he gives him the time stone to which he goes and he, Wanda tries to save Vision, saves him by killing him. Thanos is not, fuck that. I got the time stone. Let's rewind this shit. He blockbustered this whole fucking scenario and took the shit for himself. Then he snapped <laughs> off half of the fucking universe. Half the universe to which mm-hmm. five years goes by people. The, the world is in shambles. They thought this shit would have worked. We go back to New York. It's looking like I am legend in that shit. People are fucked up. All right. Hulk has to snap everything back together. Tony Stark dies. And all of this is the result of Dr. Strange. Not to mention this was supposed to right the wrongs. If you look at the state of the MCU right now, shit is even more fucked up. And it's his fault. This man is a menace. He is not a hero. He is the Jar Jar Binks of the fucking Avengers. He is clumsy. He is ha- He's smart, but he's half-witted. Now, I can lay out a litany of charges against this man. For instance... One of my favorite Avengers fucks him completely up. And that's Peter Parker using math. Math. This motherfucker did an algebraic equation and fucked him up. You know what Dr. Strange did? Fuck this little motherfucker, man. I'm about to rip the fucking hole into the multiverse and blame it on him. Fuck him. He got to go too. He too smart. This man consistently finds a way to get rid of all the smart people. In the snap, T'Challa, smart. Arguably the ruler of one of the most richest richest kingdoms in in the world, gone. He planned this shit. Ladies and gentlemen, Doctor Strange is one of the worst Avengers to the point where I'm actually thinking his whole mission is to kill them from the inside. And I yield my time. I have a lot of counterpoints, but we'll wait till everybody gets their case out there. Um, ladies and gentlemen, it's no, if you've been a member of the group or have been around us for the last three years, you already know where my, where my mind is at. Uh, Star-Lord is by far the worst Avenger. And I will say that just because you've seen Infinity War, you saw the glove was damn near on the last fucking phalange of Thanos's fucking finger, right? And Peter Quill, everybody is focused on getting this glove off. Peter Quill wants to start trying to roast Thanos and ended up losing the roasting battle when real shit came out and decided to be a little bitch and throw a fit, right? Um, I have plenty of counterpoints and they have been well documented in a group chat 
uh, that we have had. Uh, I have no problem playing those clips back to prove those points, but I will say this. One, um, the argument that people countered was that Peter Quill was not a Avenger, but he was a Guardian of the Galaxy. And I countered with, at the end of Endgame, when the greatest individual who ever walked the earth, Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain America, said the two most just empowering, just encouraging words, <laughs> Avengers, assemble. Did Peter Quill assemble? Yes or no? He did. So if the people who were to assemble were Avengers and he assembled, dare I not say, he considered himself an Avenger. So I throw him in the category of Avengers. And based on his bitch acidness on Titan, that caused the disappearance of half of life. Uh, yeah, I would say that is a, a pretty damned uh, thing to do as a defender of the universe. Uh, at the time, a guardian of the galaxy, yet you let half the galaxies go away. Doesn't sound very guardian to me. So um, I have counterpoints on that, but I will give the floor over to uh, Tay and she can give us uh, her worst Avenger. So, um, stop it. Okay. So, I will cut you. <laughs> I will, like, figure it out. I know I'm in Arizona. Arizona. Arizona? <laughs> it's like Narnia in Arizona put together. I see. There's a closet. She can get me. Too much vanilla. Ah. It's too much vanilla going on. <laughs> All right. So anyway, um, so I don't really have a worse one other than what you guys have talked about. I do think that um, Hulk is his own atrocity in itself. Um, and I don't know if that's because of the movies uh, or if it's just because of, um, I don't know, the fact that he gets like stuck in his angry state, but he's always angry. And that's like a whole thing that like is whatever. But Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So honestly, like, um, I see what your point is, Willie. Mm -hmm. uh, however, I do also see that strange, uh, you know, he does see into the future and he does see all the infinite possibilities yet he time and time fucking again mm -hmm. makes the wrong decision. You saw it in Spider-Man. Um, believe that was Terrible. no way home, right? I think that was, that yep. one? yeah, where he yep. was like, Oh, well, this kid came to me off the streets of Manhattan to say, like, Hey, man, like, I need everybody to forget that I'm Spider Man. And he's just like, Yeah, cool, I can do that. Like, doesn't think about the possibilities of what if what he's doing is wrong. Um, and then completely like fucks everything away and then you see the multiverse like starting to happen and like all the threads happen and like the universe literally crumbling 
Um, so I would have to side with Black on this one. I think that Strange is the uh, worst of the two. But I do agree that Star-Lord is a bitch boy and he uh, doesn't deserve to be an Avenger because he only looks out for himself and uh, whoever he's messing around with at the time. So, Agreed. That's my piece. Floor is yours, Jen. (laughs) Y'all aren't going to like my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I think Tony Stark is actually the worst Avenger. I hear divorce in your house. Yeah, it's going to (laughs) happen. I say this because in the end, he actually redeems himself because... He played a part in creating the Avengers, correct? Mm. I would say Nick Fury mm-hmm. had the idea. He and Tony Stark had the money, had the means, brought people together and whatnot. But <clears throat> ultimately, I think a lot of the things that occurred in Civil War led up, had that division mm-hmm. that started there. And I mm. feel like if the Avengers weren't split in the meantime, I feel like his ego always got in the way of things. And I think that was part of the reason why Thanos was able to defeat him because he thought, oh, I got my Iron Man suit. I can kick his ass. And he, yeah, and he made Ultron. Thank you, Brian. And and he made fucking Ultron. So, again, another thing to add to the list. But the thing is, I feel like through, like, the Iron Man movies and, like, I see it through, like, the Avengers movies and Infinity War, I feel like, among other characters, you see Tony lose that ego, he starts thinking about more stuff than just like I'm this brilliant, you know, billionaire philanthropist playboy person. And he in the end, I think that's why it's so poetic when he finally like sacrifices himself. That's why in the end, I do think he would be worthy of picking up Molnir, but he had to do that sacrifice to get there. So that's why I think he is because he split the Avengers. I get why he did that. I do. Like, fucking Winter Soldier killed my parents. Like, I'm going to be fucking pissed off and Steve knew about it. But but he split them up and it made them weaker when that stuff, all that shit went down. Mm-hmm. Just my opinion. So, real quick. counter Or just not a counter. Just a clarifying question. <clears throat> Tony was the worst, yet he redeemed himself. He did. So, is there not a <laughs> worse... Avenger that did not redeem themselves? You mean Peter? Hey, we don't call him Peter. There's another Star Lord. We'll, 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 Star get, Lord. we'll get to that when we get to the best Avengers. We'll explain why. Star Chode. <laughs> um, yeah. So back to you, Black. Uh, he, ne- he never did. Any counterpoints to any other persons? Uh, apparently, it seems like two of you are in agreement with the Doctor Strange. Uh, any counterpoints to... The Peter Quill, which was my suggestion, or the Tony Stark, which was Jen's suggestion. So I wanna I wanna counter Tony's. Because he did he did create he did create Ultron, but he immediately knew that it was a mistake. Also, the reason he was creating Ultron was so he could build something that could protect everyone because he knew what was coming and that was his curse ultimately he knew Mm -hmm. that there was life outside of earth that had the capability to destroy earth and 
whether it's right or wrong, he took it upon himself to create something that would protect Earth. Was it a good good idea? Looking back at what Ultron was, no. But he rectified it. He rectified it. So I wouldn't say he's the worst. I would I would say he's 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 one of the best, but he's not he's uh, that's a, that's a tricky one. He's one of the best to me, but right? that's only because in the end he did redeem he did redeem himself. So to me to counter that point, Tony Stark created something that was about to end the world. Yet he is nowhere near the bottom of Avengers to you. He made a choice. He thought it was the good best choice at the time to protect people and to save the world. And it fell flat, blew up in his face. Dr. Strange does the same. Right. Looks at 14 million things, finds the best outcome. He's like, this is what it's got to be. Yet he's the worst. They both made a mistake. They both did something they thought could save the world. One person actually was right and it did save the world. The other person was about to fuck everything up and not save the world. But one, the person that did save the world uh, is the worst We you. don't necessarily... We don't necessarily see the blame placed on Doctor Strange for any of this shit. Why? Because... Save the world? Through some magic stroke of luck, it works. Save the world. It twice, works, by the way. But... The way it works, I know, but the way it works was fucked up. It was fucked up. People had to die for it to work. The person who saved the world twice is like the worst. Billions, billions had to die for this shit to work. Like billions of the universe. I know. Strange also didn't learn his lesson. Because he did it again. Exactly. He just does it again. Because exactly. He's when did he do it again? When did he do in it? Spider-Man? So when he yeah, was he doing it, spell, he was doing it the right way. And then your boy, the second best Avenger, apparently according to some people, right, uh, kept saying, "Ooh, yes. and do this. Ooh, and do this. Ooh," and he was like, "Yo, shut the fuck up, kid." But he listened to him. <laughs> that was his fault because he's like, "Yeah, I can do that. Up, yeah, no problem." Right. And then as he was doing it, Spider-Man was like, oh, I'll take over from here because I know algebra, but I don't know sorcery, right? And Spider-Man fucks the shit up, right? One, I mean, he did a great job because Jamie Foxx had a hairline, right? He brought the hairline back for Jamie Foxx. (laughs) Two, brought back (laughs) two of the best villains that MCU has ever done and Doc Ock and uh, the Goblin, William Dafoe, like, I know he's been in amazing movies, but him as Norman Osborn is just magnifique to me. Awesome. Um, Jamie Foxx, I can do without. Uh, I'm sorry. That's just me, right? Um, but I, it, it's hard for me to say Tony was the worst, man. Because, like, I understand yeah. Tony. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Uh, a part of me gives him fucking whatever credit because he his movie began the MCU and it was a solid ass intro solo movie. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Asked to like I, I give him all passes as Tony Stark. 
second. Mm-hmm. Uh, the relationship between him and Cap in the original Avengers, I think Cap brought that sacrifice part out of him when he said, you're not the guy that can make the play. You're not the guy that, you know, can give up and make the play to save the team type stuff. And at the time, Tony wasn't mm. that dude. But throughout the movie, when he took the nuke up into space and uh, to end the battle in New York and so forth, he started doing things to save the team. Um, but then the Civil War happened. And I don't blame Tony for feeling the way he was. Like, when you have a mom of a child that died because of some shit y'all did. You know, yeah, uh, I get that. You know, you, you feel a way. So... For sure. I'm not really putting yeah, the Civil yeah, War on that. And plus, you know, bro, you, your boy killed my parents. Yeah, we, we got to squabble. You know, hands got to be thrown. Nobody has to die, even though I'm trying to kill y'all. I'm shooting rockets and lasers at y'all, and y'all are just punching me. <laughs> you know, y'all are just trying to Didn't knock like me out. I'm trying tickle. to kill y'all, but I get, the, I get the anger. You know what I'm saying? I get it. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I, I can't put Tony in the, in the, in the field of the wars. I can't put Doctor Strange there because, I mean, when you, you know, if he wasn't as annoying as he was in the first one and annoying Dormammu to the point where it was like Dormammu was the dad and the kid was like, hey, look what I can do. Look what I can do. Look what I, you're just like, God damn it. All right, I'm out of here. You know, like, fuck it. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> and Dormammu just literally <laughs> because Doctor Strange was Stewart from Mad TV. I'm fucking out of here. You guys can have it. It's whatever it is, you know. And you know, it's a weak way to win the war. Granted, you know, Doctor Strange is not my favorite movie, but um, you know, he he saved the world twice, bro. Like Dormammu was about to really fuck up the world. And uh, your boy saved it, so that gives him some By grace. Annoying him. <laughs> hey, I don't care how you saved me, bro. <laughs> I don't still care how you he saved still the did world. It. You saved me because these cats was walking. Said, Bam! By any means necessary, I see it. <laughs> these cats was walking around with eyes on their head, and they was about to take over the world, bro. Like, please, I don't want that. <laughs> how do we stop that? Second, <laughs> and I'm gonna just throw this 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 wild card in here. Uh, the original Sorceress Supreme. Do we not blame her for the wild shit that was happening? In Doctor ooh, Strange? Ooh. You're going back. Him? Even though she's not an adventure. No. All right, cool. You know, that's a rabbit no. hole. We're not going down. I'm just bringing that up. She stayed in her lane. Right. She didn't interfere. But she was fucking around with the dark arts and telling people not to fuck around with dark arts. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if we yeah. could utilize the dark arts to help us she out, knew. you know, then let us dabble in the dark arts a little bit, you know. Let let us dabble. But she knew she knew what it was. She knew what it was going to be. She knew the cost. And then Dr. Strange. Yeah. Dr. Strange <laughs> saw her go through this mm-hmm. and was like, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> Also, are we not going to talk about Dr. Trainers like throwing musical notes? Not, not going to talk about that scene? Oh, we're not talking about silliness in defending the Earth. He stopped A. <laughs> Let's not act like if he did not come through and, 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 and do what he had to do with Wanda, Wanda wasn't about to take over the fucking world. Mm-mm. Chick was over there just destroying. This man. This chick was just destroying man. the Illuminati in a whole nother, like, without breaking a sweat. 
like what was we about to do with that shit? <laughs> she showed up to the sorcerers, the sorcerers temple. They was just doing all this shit. She was like, "Stop it! <laughs> we do it here." <laughs> I don't think she broke a sweat. Not She's like, no. "I want my baby now." <laughs> I want my babies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Jesus Christ. That's the uh, the Scarlet Witch mama bear form. And let's not talk about this movie like it wasn't a great movie. No, it was. I'm not, I'm not awesome saying movie. that it was a bad movie. I was just saying that was a good scene. All right. But I will say this. I'm the only one up here thinking Star-Lord. Like, I, I need people to tell me why I'm wrong in my assumption that Star-Lord is the worst. Tay, I want you to oh. with telling me why Star-Lord is not the worst Avenger to you. So... Have you never been in a position? I mean, you pretty much laid it out, though. Where, like, your emotions have ever gotten the best of you? Like, ever in your life? Never. Never in your life have you ever had that happen to you? What was that never have I ever. No, you know what? I'll your answer. Career? I don't know. I have been in scenarios where my emotions have gotten the best of me. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so this was the time that he you know people deal with things in different ways so he dealt with it in the way that he decided was best and and he he realized that he done fucked up he done fucked up aaron so like i get it <laughs> i get it why he like what he did what he did and he only did it once mm -hmm. he realized that he did it and then didn't do it again and that's why i'm saying that strange is the worster wor the the worst of the worst um, Avenger because he keeps doing it. He keeps trying to do what he thinks is best, and it's not. And he knows it's not because he knows he knows that you don't fuck with magic like that. And he was just like, yeah, I'm like this cool, like all powerful sorcerer, so I'm gonna do it. And he fucks around, and finds out. Well, you know what I think the difference is between Doctor Strange feels like he's doing the right thing, mm -hmm. right? So does Tony, mm -hmm. right? Star-Lord does not. Star-Lord is purely having an emotional reaction to his girlfriend that he hasn't even knocked boots with. He's all upset about it. So I'm like, I take Willie's side because I'm like, I get the other people like feel like they're doing something for the greater good. They feel like, you know what? <laughs> I'll cut you off, Tay. You said that. I was like, hold on, what is this guy? I got, let me make a point really quick. So they all feel like they're doing something. Like, I'm not going to, you know, touch a dark curse for this, but, you know, I might have a little bit to help out with stuff. But Star Lord's like, what? You killed a girl that I think kind of likes me? Like, she just said she loved me, and I've been like boning after her for like ever, and then you kill her? Dude, he is mad. Like that's why I go to the theory that Star Lord did not mature after he left Terran or Earth. Like you can see it in the way that he acts in his movies. He slowly grows up mm -hmm. through like the Guardian of the Galaxy movies, but he very much acts like a child. Mm -hmm. Like a yeah, like a, almost like a like a like a twenty something year old child to me. So. Let me counter with that's my opinion. Do you think Thor matured? Because the interaction between Thor yeah. and Star-Lord, throughout their interactions, they are both very childish. Thor did it in one movie to me. You saw, you saw Thor acting like a huge brat 
in the first Thor movie, but from there he grew up. Like when his father banished him and took Molyneux from him, he grew up on his time at Earth, in my opinion. And then once he became worthy again, I feel like he grew up a lot in that first movie. He continued to grow, but he had a lot of growing up in, to me in just one movie. I thought he was very childish and it's a fair point. Ragnarok. What? As well as Love and Thunder. Man, that's that that's the director. In Love and Thunder, I would say Star Lord probably looked more mature than Thor in Love and Thunder cuz <laughs> That's saying something. Yeah. So, you used too much power, you blew my clothes off. <laughs> too much power. Uh <laughs> So, um sorry. I will say this. <laughs> Back to your point, Tay, as far as emotions taking over. In my life, yes. But when I thought about what was at risk, I was like, it may be worth to let my emotions out now. In our discussion earlier tonight, offline, all, all of us, the fate of half of the fucking known universes are on the line. A plan comes through. The goal is to Here we go. this gauntlet off of this dude. The plan is work. Here we go. He is, the glove is about to come off. Everybody is actively fighting to get this glove off. Everybody except one person. Who is that person? Black, I'll let you answer. Who is that person? That person was Star-Lord. Okay. Star-Lord is watching the plan work beautifully. I bet if he just shut the fuck up and helped <laughs> and helped pull the glove, it probably would have came off. We don't know. This is hypothetical. What we do know is that um, mm. everybody's working except him. He's just bragging about this was my plan. <laughs> I did this, yada, yada. Where's Gamora? Mm -hmm. Mantis is reading his mind. It's like he is super sad about some shit. And then your boy lets it out that Gamora is dead. You can't do anything about it. Actually, it was Nebula. As of now. As of now. I don't care. Fucking a dog said Gamora's dead. The fact is he finds out Gamora's dead. Right. Astronaut dog. Yes. Um, as of now, nothing can bring her back. There is one thing that can bring her back, right? Uh, but in order to use said the time stone to go back and do whatever, you have to take care of the threat that's in front of you that has been fucking punching holes in everybody. And this is your best chance to take the power from him. You just lose your shit <laughs> and cause the plan that is working at the moment to no longer work because you're mad about the life of one person being taken, you allow the life of quadrillions of people to be taken, including your own, dumbass, right? So uh, I asked you earlier, uh, as a former member of the armed forces, a proud veteran, served well, um, mm -hmm. there are times when you are a soldier you are in war. Your goal is to defend the people, guard the galaxy, 
be a guardian of the galaxy of people mm-hmm. and your actions do the exact opposite and you don't not only do you not guard them <laughs> you allow them to be obliterated into hookah ash right Yikes. um mm-hmm. Is is the does does that come into play just because his heart was broke that allows him to do that for all those people to die? Not saying that it allows him. To my die. answer, my my answer would be my answer would be in in the terms that you put it. My answer would be no. There's no situation where that should be happening. But in this situation, yes. Absolutely. Why is because it was planned to happen. It was planned. It was determined that this course of action had to happen. Now, from the instant that Dr. Strange looked at the possibility and said that was the possibility, everything after that moment is part of a timeline that he determined had to happen. It had to happen that way. So there's no getting out of his reaction. The counterpoint to your point is as a member of the armed forces, if I were to make that mistake, right, I would expect some type of punishment. Everybody got obliterated. They came back and he was still a part of the team. Who knew that he was going to make that mistake? Dr. Strange. And what did Dr. Strange do? Nothing. There was the planning in this operation was done by Peter Quill. And if Dr. Strange looked at this possibility and said that was going to happen, why did he let Peter Quill plan that out and then execute it? And then why did he allow Peter Quill, Star-Lord, sorry, why did he allow that emotion to come out of him? Why did he not tell nebula to shut the fuck up why did he not pre-warn everyone that star lord was going to lose his emotion and someone needed to get him the fuck out of the situation because the fate of the fucking universe was at stake if they did not get this glove right then and there the fault goes immediately to Doctor Strange. I want to throw this one point in, then we'll turn it over to the Queens. 14 million okay. possibilities he looked at. This was the best outcome. What level of bitch acidness was Star-Lord and the <laughs> other 13,999,999 where this was the appropriate level of mm-hmm. bitch acidness in order for this to go down? <laughs> Like, why is that not computing? Like, do you not think in those other possibilities, he was like, do you think any other member who was on Titan fighting Thanos, any of those other possibilities that anybody else besides Star-Lord was the wild card that was going to fuck everything up? I turn it over to Hold on, before y'all, no, no, before no, y'all no, go. No, no, nope, let the Queens and then we'll come back to you because I want to hear. What okay, okay, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Jen, do you want to go first? Go want boo. Me to go. Okay. All right. Go boo boo. All right. So, how do you know that these other thirteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine other possibilities that were out there 
how do you know what they were? They, you're just trusting strange that this is the best of the best. What if like he was the one that actually took the glove and snapped it and then everything was fine or destroyed it or whatever, but he didn't want to die because he's a bitch. Cool. So that being said, like, what if you never know like what the other <laughs> realities are <laughs> and like you're just trusting that was going to be my point thank you jen <laughs> so you, you know what kills me in the movies is that they never acknowledged what peter did or quill star lord star showed whatever they never acknowledged what he did right mm -hmm. they kind of did like well that happened or maybe like five years later it's like one of those family secrets that you just kind of shove into the closet and you don't really talk about anymore mm -hmm. but yep. to me I, I keep going back to the whole selfishness of the situation you know at least Dr. Strange gave you one one possibility that in his mind now I know he's not Sorcerer Supreme but I know y'all gonna hate me, but I put Doctor Strange on a bit of a pedestal because I—he's a great character in the Marvel universe. Don't don't come at me, or you can. Fuck that guy. That's fine, but he has a more delicate knowledge of the universe. He saw all of these possibilities, and in his mind, this was the best one. No, he didn't tell Star Lord what was going to happen. Then maybe he needed Star Lord to act that way. He knew he was going to act that way and towards Thanos. And Star-Lord was not, I'm going back to his maturity level. He was not mature enough to realize I need, I go, I kept referencing tonight on our chat where if you look at Spock and the Wrath of Khan, he sacrificed himself. He said one for the many. That is not what Star-Lord did. Star-Lord's like, fuck this. This guy just killed my girlfriend or my almost girlfriend. They didn't even knock boots yet. He just liked her a lot. And she's like, I love you. And then that was it. They weren't even married. They didn't even have kids. And he still like went all in. Like, I'm with Willie. Like, that glove is like almost off. And you know, you got Mantis like, oh, he's grieving. And then he's like, what? Punches him. <laughs> really? Allow me, allow really, me to make Star this. <laughs> let, let me let me put this in the context because because you guys gave me an assignment and I finished it. Ooh. So let me make this analogy. <laughs> Star-Lord is Hogwarts. Doctor Strange is fucking Dumbledore. This motherfucker is all powerful and he let this Sir. shit fucking happen. Sir. Go I'm going to let the Queens get you on this one, bro. I'm going to just... What? <laughs> all fucking powerful. Why did you let this shit happen on your watch? Why? There's a so whole reason why Dumbledore did what he did, and we figured that out. Madness. How, how is that? that how is that any? <laughs> go, Tay. No, nope. I'm sorry. Go. Nope, go. nope, nope. I Dumbledore did what he did for a reason, and yes, I think that Dumbledore is also a bitch. Like I've said in the chat, like. <laughs> He, I don't like Dumbledore just because of how I feel like he definitely did put Harry out to be a lamb at the slaughter and just let that happen. Um, 
like and then later on realized oh yeah cool like maybe he like maybe harry actually is a is a horcrux right and maybe like now we actually have a reason to keep him alive but before like he was just like we're just gonna keep harry in this like kind of like place and then we're just gonna build him up and he's gonna defeat every single thing that is wrong with hogwarts all right jen you got something how how is that any different from gandalf okay gandalf has all of this power and i know i've had people come at me that like oh there's only so much that he can intervene dude I can't tell you how many D&D &D games I've played with a fucking suck-ass wizard, and you're like, bro, why don't you help us out? He's like, oh, no, I can't. Fuck that. I started being a magic player, and I started bringing the fucking pain because that's how it's done. If I'm going to be a magic user, you better believe I'm going to be throwing boosts out there and doing, like, area of effects and fucking shit up. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> so does this also go along with Star Wars and, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi and why he didn't tell Luke that, like... Darth Vader was actually his dad, or... Ma'am. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes! <laughs> We're doing a whole multiverse, y'all. It's coming from all angles. Yes! Oh, God. So, yes. Let me say this. It's fucked up decisions that you know have to save everybody. Mm -hmm. The reason I feel that no other Avenger would have made a mistake in the other possibilities is the level of maturity they were all at. In that particular one, I don't think there is a situation that could have arisen that would have stopped any of the other people on Titan fighting Thanos to change their priorities to themselves rather than saving the many. Because they were all down to do it. They were all down to save whatever. Like, I'm going to do it. Everybody's level of maturity they were in, they were all team players. The only person that was not, who wanted the, the, the credit, who wanted the ego, who wanted all of that, was only one motherfucking person. And that was Star-Lord. I don't see any, any way that Thanos could have manipulated anybody else on that team to 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 give in and and not be a team player in that that moment. Like un unless I'm wrong, unless you could think of a situation where somebody else could have lost their cool and gave up, but it seemed like everybody else was on the same page except one motherfucking dude with rocket boots. So look at well, look at what Eric says. Sorry, Caitlin, not the No, uh, go ahead. Which off. one? So look at what Eric says in the comments. He gets a lot of supporting comments towards Strange. So he's willing to sacrifice everybody except for Tony because he knows that Tony is going to have the ability to create the um well, ability to travel back in the time. He knew that if all of the Avengers died on Titan except for Tony, that's what he needed. He was he I think sometimes I feel like when Strange says one, I think he means you, Tony. It's you. You have to survive and you are the one that has to like kind of bring this to completion in, in my mind. 
that's kind of so, how I, I read real it. Real quick, do you think if Strange told Tony off rip after he looked at all the possibilities, bro, for us to win, you got to die. Do you think at that moment, Tony would have been cool with accepting that fate? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What about you? And I think that's I think that's why he looked at those possibilities because he was trying to find one that Tony would actually ultimately it would lead him down that path. I I feel like once Tony had a daughter, mm. it it changed. I think when you have a child and you want to make sure that world is a good place for them and it takes you dying for it to be a better place. I think Tony had to get to that place to do it. See what both of you are saying. However, he did look at Spider-Man, right? The real Peter, Peter Parker, Mm -hmm. as a son. Mm -hmm. He looked at him as a son, and he was willing to make that sacrifice of making sure that he was safe. So if Strange had told him, in my mind, if Strange had told Tony, like, hey, in order for Spider-Man to stay alive, like, you have to die. He would have been like, all right, shit hot. Like, let's go. Because he took the suit away from him because he wanted him to grow as a as a Spider-Man, right? Right. It's my thought process. Hmm. I will say, I'm looking at these comments. I see a lot of people with valid points on why Strange did what he did. What I'm failing to see in the comments is... <laughs> is supporting facts for one Star Lord. I'm I'm scrolling up. I'm I'm looking and emotional I, damage. I see he's immature. <laughs> Let it ride, you know, but I'm not seeing like any real heavy supporting uh facts for uh I'm not saying that Black thinks Star Lord is not an asshole. He's not saying no, he's definitely an asshole. Right. <laughs> what, what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it was planned for him to be a fucking asshole and fuck shit up. It was it was in the plans for him. Mm-hmm. Like you probably could have did this another 13,999,999 times. I'm pretty sure him being a bitch is in almost all of those scenarios. <laughs> it has to be. It has to be. I'm not excusing his behavior at all. <laughs> right. So, I'm not excusing his behavior. What you did was fucking stupid. Yeah. Star Lord. So, it was dumb. It was dumb as fuck. In the moment, like, if it wasn't for the fact that this shit was planned out, absolutely. Because he's number two in my book. The only thing that makes him number two is the fact that the shit was planned out for him. Mm. That's That's kind of like I will. You're dumb, but who let you do this shit? I will say in the comments, he, somebody did bring up Vision as <gasps> possibly being the worst Avenger. What do we feel about Brian that? did, I yeah, think. Yeah, Brian brought that up. What do we think about that? Mm-hmm. He's on the list, too. He's on <laughs> the list, too. Did he give a reason why? What are he your reasons as to... I don't know. I asked him, and I don't think he responded. I was like... I didn't see I don't that. Know yeah, I didn't see it. Can we talk about how at the end of the multiverse of madness? You guys know who um 
the chick was at the end. Played by Theron. That's Dormammu's daughter. Yeah, it's uh, oh, his yeah. wife. Yeah. Oh, spoiler alert. I don't know if I... They have... Just with idiots. They eventually I mean, get married, yeah. right? I think they so. Do. Which, you know, kind of leads me to believe, like, I mean, does he end up using the dark energy like the previous Sorcerer Supreme or what? Because I know he ends up... Uh, granted, I haven't read those comics. I just kind of dabbled. Mm -hmm. But I just kind of wanted to throw that thought out there. Like, she actually goes to him for help. Yeah, she's but quite in the, the little in the comics, no, herself. So wait, wait, wait. So in the comics, they end up getting married, and those twins that mm -hmm. you see Wanda with, those are actually his kids in the comics. Mm. So I don't know where they're gonna go with that. Though. So let me just say this: it is hard for me to say Vision is one of the worst when he can pick up Mjolnir, because only like the truest and the purest of heart can pick that thing up, and Vision picked that motherfucker up. And handed it to Thor like it was a fucking nerf fucking <laughs> hammer. And Thor was caught off guard. He did. Uh, shit. Uh, he did. But also, also, mm -hmm. Vision doesn't have a dick. And you spent this whole time That's hiding. Hey, don't tell Wanda that shit. Was it built on him? Was it built on yes. him? Yes. Don't Absolutely. tell Wanda that shit. Tell the cloud piece. Do not tell Wanda he ain't got that thing on him. Hey, that, that was mind fucking. Correct. Come on, that that was mind fucking. <laughs> Wanda be like, "Hey, she was," and he put it all on the did line. You not see what Wanda was willing to do to keep Vision around, my boy. You, Tom we had plenty you, of we had plenty of episodes where you was talking about chicks being digmatized. This chick created a whole fucking Nick at this Night show. It was keeping the rest of the world out to keep this motherfucker around. XXL. Dick Van Syke. That was, he didn't have <laughs> Dick a dick. Van Syke. <laughs> I think that Eric actually brings up a great point that why I thought like Bruce Banner, like the Hulk, was one of the worser Avengers was because he is special. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when he fought the poodles, what's Bruce Banner? So Bruce Banner is horribly selfish and really only does think about himself and only like relies on Black Widow to like say the sun is going down so he can like calm the fuck down, but like or getting real low or whatever the fuck he is, she says Man's right like real low big guy yeah that never big guy yeah so um I'll be it I will say if uh, Scarlett Johansson came up to me dressed as Black Widow rubbing my palm talking about sun's getting real I. I'd melt too, motherfucking shit. Yeah, you got it. Sure me. is. Sun's getting real low. But Let's go to bed. You got it. You got it. But that tide is getting high. Go, 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 go. Your, your city is old. No, no. You're right, it is. TT go so let me, uh, let, Let's flip it on its head, right? Sleepy time bubbles. We all talked about the worst. I think we should bring up positivity and let's talk about who we feel the best Avenger, uh, Avenger, Avenger is, and this time we'll start with the queens, and we'll start with Jen. Go to Tay, uh, then me, then Black. So Jen, give us who you feel is the best Avenger. Um, Captain America. Go on. Captain America <laughs> is the best Avenger. 
You know, I think it takes a really um, unique person to lead a team, especially the way he did, and kind of come to terms of all the things that happened in his storyline and then the Infinity War storyline, like having to fight against your friends and always doing what you felt like was right and actually having to go against some of your your family to do what you thought was right. I know that had to have been really hard on him to go against Tony because I know that even though Tony was basically trying to kill him and kill his best friend, he still tried to do what he thought was right. Like, I don't think he was ever trying to hurt Tony. And he, you see his, his character kind of grow from this naive New York kid to like this grown man of like godlike proportions you know by the time you come to like the infinity infinity war saga where um i think i mentioned to you guys that even as like as powerful as wanda and vision i mean wanda's crazy so is vision but they are ultimately relieved when they see cap show up in that train scene with proxima midnight and corpus glaive they're just like ah like yeah calf's here calf's gonna save your ass wanna know why because he's fucking badass i'm like because you know he knows how to fight he he's got this amazing amazing like um strategy in battle like it's just he he's to me he's the greatest avenger and he has such a pure heart and that was the thing that like never changed about him he just wasn't as naive anymore as he grew all right thanks the case this one's all right good. so good <laughs> Okay. So all of the reasons literally why Jen literally just said Captain America, that he has a pure heart, that he looks out for people, that he sacrifices his family and does what he thinks is for the greater good. Guess who else does that? Hmm. Peter Parker. Hmm. Peter Parker, I think, is the best Avenger. Uh, or Avenger, as Willie says, because they're electric. Mouse, Avenger. <laughs> You Avenger? I Avenger. You Avenger. I Avenger. I Avenger too. Avenger. But anyway, um, I think that you know, um, with great power comes great responsibility. As you hear time and time again in the Spider-Man universe, Peter Parker embodies that. And even at the the latest movie, um, that came out and like. So everybody knew that he was Peter Parker. He, like, shut that shit down. He used the other Spider-Mans that I thought was also really cool that they brought them back, you know, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, into the movie. Um, and, like, they all worked together, got them antidotes for the villains and got them to be better. And they went back to, like, their timelines. And I think that, like, and then he had Strange, like, shut it all down. So then his friends even forgot who he was. So in essence, he was all alone. He didn't have Peggy uh, Carter uh, to go back to. He literally had nobody to go back to. He was all alone and would do it time and time again um, because he has a heart of gold and because of who he is. Uh, that's why I think that he is the best Avenger. Yeah, we were talking before, and I had Peter as, as the second best because of those things. And I think the No Way Home, how that ended, how like he knew he had strong feelings for Mary Jane or Zendaya, which I, too, have strong feelings for Zendaya. Um, Who doesn't? But to step back 
and to see I get it. the two friends that he was able to confide in to let him know, hey, I'm Peter and Spider-Man, uh, to have that relief, to be able to be able to talk about his both sides of his life to confide in, for that to be taken away. And now he is legitimately on his own. So he can't even talk to them as just Peter Parker. Hey, we go to school together. They don't know this motherfucker at all. And he is back by himself. I think the only person at the end of the movie that knows about him being Spider-Man is Doctor Strange at that time. So now him and Doctor Strange are like BFFs apparently. Because uh, Doctor Strange is the only person that he can talk to about, hey, I'm Spider-Man and Peter Parker. Um, and all of that stuff you just said, um, losing everything um, in the first movie, No Way Home, you know, all the technologies taken away from him. So it's just his 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 gut, his his heart and his will to do the right thing to go up against Vulture, who had all the equipment, all the technology and still come out on top to prove himself to to uh, Tony Stark. And also, side note, I think Tony Stark took the suit away from him because he wanted he didn't want bad things to happen to him because he's just a kid. Mm -hmm. um, right. So he's just like, I'm going to take the suit go be regular ass kid. He wasn't expecting him to continue to try to be Spider-Man without the suit. The fact that he did that brought Tony Stark back. However, when you're talking about the person who embodies, like Jen said, what it means to be a hero, DC has Superman, who's truth justice in the American way and the all around good guy. Uh, I think the thing with Superman is He's just fucking overpowered. He does everything. Captain America, yeah, he has super soldier serum, but if he gets shot, like bullets ain't bouncing off of him. You know what I'm saying? Um, he's he's just a strong ass dude. You know, just he's stronger than your normal person. I don't know how much stronger, but um, he doesn't take that for granted. He's still, like Jen said, uh, a, a tactician. Uh, he's battle tested, fought in in multiple wars. And the thing about him, he is, it's never, it was never a second thought to sacrifice himself to save somebody. And you see it in the first movie when he was just scrawny Steve Rogers. They tossed a grenade out mm. there. Everybody runs. He jumps on it and tells everybody, get the fuck back. And that's when they were just like, this is, this is the person we want to make the super soldier, the guy who embodies all of this stuff. Fast forward to not only civil war where he's standing up for the right thing like hey we can't do that let's talk about winter soldier when nick fury was blinded by hey we're going to send these helicarriers up they're going to do our job for us and all this other stuff and he's just like bro i don't like big government being the end all say all and it was literally i feel that. it was literally captain america black widow and anthony mackie <laughs> saving the world on your left. Saving the world. You know what I'm saying? It was literally them three against all of S.H.I.E.L.D. Second of all, and this is just guilty pleasure me, the elevator fight scene. Like, it, it's like the confidence of this dude. Like, he he doesn't want to fuck anybody up. Who who wants to get off this elevator before I go ahead? Like, please get off here before I fuck y'all up. No, we'll fight you. And he fucks everybody up. But in game, that's all I'm going to say. He is getting his shit pushed in. The big three of the Avengers. Him, the god of fucking thunder, and the fucking billionaire playboy with all the tech. Uh, 
Tony Stark. Them motherfuckers get beat up. Thor is about to get cut in half by his own his own fucking axe. And you see Milner rise up. Let me tell you, Mac, you are a wrestling fan. You know what it means when a crowd pops. I think everybody here has saw Endgame. And when you see Thor about to die and Mjolnir just rises up in the back of people's head, they're just like, is Thor calling Mjolnir? Like, is he like putting his hand out? And you just see the motherfucking hammer go back and come, bro. Bro, I'm, I'm getting emotional thinking about it. Right now. And it comes shit. back and he, I'm just like, oh my God. The you whole- saw it on opening day, right? So you saw like the whole had- theater just oh go, God. oh shit. Ape shit. Ape shit. Eric and I actually went to <laughs> the drive-in. Now. Like er- Eric the- and I actually went to the drive-in to watch that. Right. Don't don't make fun of me. But everybody in their cars were like, ah, no, like losing their shit. The horn flashing lights, yeah, yeah. like, get out the car, get in on the top car. of the hood. Like, the, 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 the sounded like Jim Ross. Oh my god, he did it. The sense of connectedness <laughs> of the theater where everybody fucking went ape shit and nobody was mad at anybody for being loud or talking. Mm-mm. was amazing no <laughs> and the fact that they led up to that i think it was like uh was it age of ultron when they were fucking around at the party and they're like who can pick up my hammer and thor's like haha a fucking steve wiggled that bitch and thor was just like hey, uh, like his face was like hey, hey, motherfucker. Hey, uh, <laughs> yeah you can't pick it up either huh, motherfucker. yeah that shit the you know the determination to never quit to just to be that guy to make the play to do whatever it takes to the last breath to fight for what was right again comic book wise like they just wrote him to be the perfect person and i get how people be like oh he has no flaws he never this that i don't give a fuck at this point he he was that dude his his determination allowed enough time for dr strange to do what he needed to do so when you heard that on your left and everybody came out that's what gave the world a chance to fucking win. His the, he could have laid out and not got up and got me on her. He could have been like, bro, this is too much for me. I can't do it. Shield is broken. I'm broken. I'm looking. He called his forces in. It's just me against these motherfuckers. You know, you, you got to kill me in order for me to stop. And he didn't. And, and that's what let us win. So I, I got to give it the cap. Uh, I know Black has a different opinion, maybe? Question mark? No, my opinion is the same. Um, <gasps> and it's Cap. And it, it's it's really for the... It's, it's what you guys laid out also. Thanos has five of the six stones in his gauntlet. And everybody's fighting. He gets the Cap. Like, he swings that Cap. Cap catches that shit. Yeah, he does. And Thanos even looks at him like, what the fuck what is the, this? What fuck? the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was the fuck he on? What the fuck is he on? <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit was, like, legendary to me. And then Milner, of course, in the endgame, like, he's been the glue throughout the MCU. He was the glue that held the team together. Mm-hmm. 
when they first formed the Avengers, he was the one that that kept the the strategy together, made sure everybody moved how they needed to move. Even in Civil War, when when they did uh, when the, the Sokovia Accords, when everybody had a problem with it, his reasoning was actually really valid. Mm-hmm. He didn't want people's identity to be yeah. out there in the public for everyone to see because he knew that it would it would be trouble for those behind behind the mask. So I think I think that in itself, him going through everything, by the way, he was frozen for 70 years and then coming out and then trying to have to figure out his life in a modern world, um, adjusting to that mm-hmm. and still being still thriving, still still being capped, never losing who he was. Um even his protection of Bucky, oh. right? Like he knows, like that's my friend, but he had his brain taken over. That's not actually him, you know what I'm saying? Like his reasonings were, were very valid. Whether whether you agree with them or not, yeah, Tony Stark's parents died, but this guy's brain was taken over, right? Mm-hmm. So he had the sense of mind to where, like, I'm gonna protect my friend because a he's my friend, and b like a foreign agent is actually controlling him. So I'm sorry he did that, but that's not the guy that I know he is. And then had the sense enough to be like, I'm going to take him to Wakanda because I know they can fix him. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like brought him to Wakanda. And then that was one of the more pivotal moments in Avengers uh, Infinity War, right? Because he knew about Wakanda because he brought Bucky there. And that was one of the focal points where they, they, they lost, but, they made a better stand than they would have anywhere else. And just him having that presence of mind to be like, all right, this is my strategy. This is how we're going to get everything done right in the long run and have the presence of mind to be the guy to put the stones back in their places. Now, whether on the other side of that, you agree, like he should have came back or not. Right. Mm -mm. That was his thing. He earned that. He earned, he earned everything that he got in the end. And for me, that was that's what makes him the best Avenger in my mind. Well, Eric pointed out too that um, I don't want to interrupt anybody, but in the Age of Ultron, when they're all sitting around having drinks trying to pull up Molnir, like if you couldn't lift Molnir, you wouldn't be able to budget. And like Eric pointed out, I think that Cap had too much respect for Thor. To actually to lift it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Exactly. Because, like I said before, Thor had an ego, mm-hmm. much like Tony. Like they both had like some egotistical issues. But he, I don't think he would lift it. But I think that's why it made it so much more meaningful when you saw that um, in Endgame is because, all right, hats off. I got to, I got to pick this shit up and save my bros. Right. Right. You know. And even Thor was like, I knew it. <laughs> I he's, knew yeah, it. exactly. Thor knew it. You saw his face. He's like, what? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like Thor knew. Thor knew what that meant. Right. He did. Right. Um, so, so speaking of all, all them things, like everybody has their, their favorite, and we were kind of talking about it, like big goosebumps moments from, from the previous phase of, of MCU. Or maybe it was probably one of these newer movies that gave you goosebumps. Uh, starting with Jen, uh, what is your favorite moment that you like 
I think everybody agrees, like, you know, the the picking up of Mjolnir in, in, in game, like everybody was just like, like right. was there any other moment where you're just like, this is fucking epic, you know, like this is this oh. is superhero shit. I never get tired of watching it. Is train scene. You have one in vision, you have Proxima Midnight and Corvus Slave, and you just see Captain America show up between the trains. And that, I don't care how many times I've seen it. That movie's been out for a while. Anytime I see it, I get fucking goosebumps. I'm just like, oh, Captain America's over there. Oh my God. <laughs> Every time. Because I'm telling you, as powerful as all four of those people are. Mm-hmm. Like, you remember when he fucking catches his spear oh. in Proxima Midnight? Like, oh, shit. He, he caught my spear. It's like, yeah, that's right, bitch. He just caught your spear. Yeah, bitch, it's on. What's up? It's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. Nice talk. You know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> With a fucking powerful alien being. Like, ooh, hey. Has oh. on that one, didn't you? I'm going to throw it back. Yeah. Let's play catch. Ooh. Let's play catch. Awesome. My ultimate favorite. All right. What about you, Tay? Um, so I'm kind of like a nostalgia type person. So uh, when Tony Stark came out and said that he was Iron Man, how did he say it? In his press conference, he said, I am Iron Man. Right. So when he did mm-hmm. the snap and you hear him say, I am Iron Man yeah. as the closer, that gave me goosebumps because it was the beginning and the end of his story and just the the character arc and you might have heard it when I talked about Snape, you know, in the previous episodes of Queens of Nerdum, but just I am a big nerd for character arc and Tony Stark's character arc as we saw with possibly calling him one of the worst Avengers but him having this amazing um, redemption because he did sacrifice himself and that that gave me goosebumps that's that's mine hell yeah what you got black that's a good pick uh so mine is is very simple on your left <laughs> which one that was awesome the second Both. one Both? so no, when, second. when you think when you think all is lost and you know they've done all they can you hear it and it's like on your left and then you see all the portals opening up and everybody comes out mm-hmm. and I'm like hell yeah hell yeah mm-hmm. and then Avengers Assemble yeah and then kick that shit off that's ultimate goosebumps for me do you, do you know fun fact I don't know if you guys know this do you know that when Chris Evans is in New York he'll text Avengers Assemble and yeah. they all get together and hang out. <laughs> That's cool. That's amazing. Um, was it the the guy that plays Colson told somebody that somebody fact checked me, but yeah, he's like he goes like I had a text message and it was from Chris Evans. It says assemble. He's like what? And they all got together to like a karaoke place or some shit, <laughs> and like hung out and like had drinks and like so they actually like do that stuff together. Goals. Getting the MCU. Right? That karaoke had to be up. I don't care how I got to do it. Just get me in there. It's all Taylor Swift. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I got so many. Um, I I would say more recent, like, post 
in game uh goosebump moment was uh spider-man no way home where all the spider-men they come together mm. and they do the pose on a uh, bro yeah wasn't that them yeah. like saying like when he said hey peter bro, and then they was, all like, pointed at each other that was a funny <laughs> moment i was like you know you had to put that shit in there you know you had to put that shit. <laughs> but when they all jumped out and then they all did the pose on the on the statue i was just like Ooh, the the more Spider-Man, the fucking bit like Spider-Man is slowly becoming like the one of my more favorite MC Marvel characters. Um with the yeah. whole Spider-Verse thing, like learning about the different spiders, mm-hmm. different other, like um shout out to Sony for what they're doing with 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 uh the Spider-Verse and the Mile Morales thing. That that's what ca- kind of had me going that way. But um mm-hmm. bringing Andrew Garfield and Toby Maguire in to this one I, I just knew i was going to have a, a nostalgia moment when he saved mj and like bro i i almost cried because like i could feel he's just like if only i could have done this you know for last time you know yeah look at tay she about to cry no i'm playing she talking to AD, but bro when he <laughs> saved and and she was like thank you and he was crying like she was looking at him like what the fuck is wrong with this dude like if you only knew okay? what this person went through in his world yeah. to save you like it, it cuz like um redemption, Peter was trying you know? mm-hmm. fucking Tom Holland yeah. was trying to go save her and Goblin was like psych nope you know and then it was just like well fucking Zendaya is about to die oh, and damn. then Andrew Garfield was like no I can save you uh that that caught me in the feels oh, but um see chills. um I will say that all of your all of your all of your examples were like each each time you guys were talking about it, I got goosebumps. But the part that that got me um is when uh battle for Wakanda, you know, caps out there. He doesn't have his shield, he has the little Wakanda little reflectors and shit. And uh, they're like, open the gates. And they're like, All right, gates are open, frontal assault. And uh, Wakanda forever, and he puts his claws down, and the shield comes, and he starts booking it, right? And we know T'Challa's about that action, and Captain America starts mm-hmm. booking out, and you get the overhead shot of both of them. Oh, yeah. Both of them running out there. Yeah. Ready for the fucking smoke, man. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> damn it, bro. Like, the, the, the fact that they're just, like, T'Challa has the vibranium, so he's kind of protected to an extent. You know, he still has the superhuman strength from the purple herb. But like Captain America just going out there just just with the little shield things and his beard, like just fucking I'm I'm out here with you. Like I'm out here defending your your land, just you know, because mm-hmm. cause I'm about that action. The last part I want to say that gave me goosebumps is um when uh Wanda sees Thanos and Wanda's just like, bro, you took everything <gasps> from me. Yes. And he's like, I don't even know who you fucking are. She's like, oh, but you about to find out. You about to you about to fucking yeah. find out. <laughs> Thanos was like, oh my God. Dude. What the rain? <laughs> Make it rain. Make it rain. This bitch about to fuck me up. We gonna kill oh, us. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> Get this bitch off of me. <laughs> he was like, yo, fuck that. Let it if go. If we rain Dude. fire, we're all he was like, I give no fucks. I don't fucking care. <laughs> is ripping the armor off of my skin. The, and that was a glimpse at what Wanda 
was capable of if she was in her emotions at that so, point. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She is a Nexus level being. Yes. And Thanos. She's an that. Omega mutant. She yep. Thanos is nothing to her. She's like nothing. This, this kind of feels like a. This kind of feels affinity stone level strain. Well, what's going on with this bitch over here? Like that yeah. plus some extra just... shit, you know? That that yeah. bro, like the fact that she could have ended this war, like she could have literally mm -hmm. stopped that. Like yeah. if she was on Titan, mm -hmm. fucking rap. Game over. That was a wrap. Yep. You know, 100%. and for Thanos to be like, I am willing to sacrifice my whole army to get this broad off of me. <laughs> <laughs> that that in and of itself, I'm just that's one when people be like, "Oh man, it's in the MCU. They're just bringing all these women in." I'm just like, "Do you not know how powerful fucking Wanda is right out?" You know what I'm saying? Like, they're yeah. like, have y'all not watched X Men? Do y'all not know what Jean Grey was capable of? And then when she be like, not the Fox movie, the Dark Phoenix. That no, show. no. But like, if you just knew how powerful Phoenix was, you know, if you knew how strong Rogue was. If you knew how powerful Storm is, like, quit acting like they're just throwing these women in here to pander. Like, these women can wreck fucking shop. They like, can fuck shit if they up. They wanted to, they can fuck Hell the yeah. world up, but they're yeah. good. So, right. just be thankful that they're on the side of good. Well, that's the thing that I, I prefer Marvel over DC. I don't shit on DC, right. but the thing that I prefer with Marvel is that they're not all uber powerful. They all work as a team. Mm -hmm. They all have weaknesses, but there's always someone there to fill up the space mm -hmm. that you're weak mm -hmm. on. And the fact that they have women that fill in those gaps is very um, validating for me. Mm -hmm. Like, granted... Right. I, on the flip side, you can look at DC and Wonder Woman is, has gone head to head with, with Superman several times. And I think they're probably even as far as like who wins and who loses. But I don't, I, somebody said it. I don't need somebody that's like uber powerful. I think Willie, I think you said it. Like Superman's almost too powerful. Right. Like sometimes their characters get like too over the top. You're like, really, dude? Everybody you have to throw a MacGuffin like, in there. Like, they're just right. like, fuck. Uh, this random ass material that falls to earth that's super rare but every, every yeah. villain happens to have it is what weakens superman like bitch kryptonite oh, is all over the place yeah, kryptonite. <laughs> i know good luck superman <laughs> oh, but, shit. That, that was... <laughs> <laughs> not the not the kryptonite, you kryptonite put your ass down, down. Ah, shit, you got one too <laughs> oh, fuck. but the the fact that i, I always identify with marvel characters more is because they're not perfect they have flaws they have right. things that I identify and I see in myself, but you have a teammate, whereas, you know, I have friends that were, as I'm weak somewhere, not to get like all heavy and shit, but, you know, they, they lift me up where I'm weak. And I think that's why Captain America, again, to come full circle, is he sees that in people and he, he, that's how he knows how to um, make a good strategy because he knows where you're, what you're good at. He knows what you're not good at, and he knows how to um, formulate a plan and an assault based on that, and that's what makes a good leader. It's yep. called CRM, Crew Risk Management. Uh-oh. Right. <laughs> oh, There's a whole lesson on it. It's in the, it's in the syllabus. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. But, 
yeah, um, one hundred percent ditto to Jen to piggyback off of Jen. One hundred percent facts that like it's just it's it's really great to see um, the humanized factor in superheroes and to realize that they mess up too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I, I think will... that's why Spider Man's always been my favorite. Sorry. No, no. Uh, honorable mention. I just thought about that for goosebump moments. The yeah. first Avengers movie. When you get that first camera pan around them, when they're you know all <gasps> you know in like Black Widow in New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. playing the, the Avenger theme, and I'm just like, oh, superhero fucking organ, like <laughs> because, because they had the opportunity to do this before with X Men, like fighting as a team, your superpowers. Yeah. You never saw that, like when they were fighting and. Iron Man was shooting his his blaster, and then he shot it at Captain America, who used his shield to reflect it around. And then the fucking, and I'm just like, look at the fucking combos and the teamwork off the rip. Like they just mm-hmm. they just looked at each other, and like he looked at Captain America and shot a fucking laser at him because he knew Captain America was going to put that shield up and deflect the laser around mm-hmm. it. I'm just like, this is a team. Like we're watching X Men, X Two, X Three. You got none of that. None of the teamwork. They're in the danger room for like eight hours practicing, and you never see the team aspect of of the X Men. So that's why when so, the Avengers dropped and you saw that, look at this superhero mm-hmm. team doing superhero team shit. Mm-hmm. Huh. So with the way that the cinematic universe or just like filmography has like evolved to what it has to this date, right? With the Marvels mid credit scene, right? Do you think that we are going to get there <laughs> with? x-men and marvel together yes yes papa kevin yes you see what it is my man listen my man is playing chess out here he is and i was i've said it before Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna say it again loud and clear so we're clear so there's no issues james gunn could fucking never don't get it in your mind that it's gonna happen. He can fucking never. I'll, I'll. The man's out here playing. He's playing a long game, I'm bro. He's been playing that shit for. 10 you got to give James a chance. I need to see what he does. Nah. I need. Nah. I need to see what he does. Nah. Is it? Listen. This. This is where I'm at. If you're going into a James Gunn relaunch DCU and your expectations are anywhere above, give me a decent movie. You're fucking. You're, <laughs> you're fucking up. You got to go in with low expect. This is how I handle life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Expect the worst. That way, when the worst happens, you're like, yeah, I figured. Yeah, when I guessed it. it. But when it's it. better, you you're just it. pleasantly surprised. Oh shit! All right, that was that was that was what's up. You know, the first James Gunn movie. I'm gonna go watch it in theaters. Like everything else that's coming out, I'll give it a chance. Is, uh, anything DCU now or D, you know, it's it's straight. I'm waiting till HBO Max. James Gunn has it because I like Peacemaker. Mm. I like what he's doing with that. Like Peacemaker was good. Too. I, I love the Peacemaker. Um, so we'll see what happens. Superman Legacies. The cast looks good. I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, again, Superman is not my cup of tea. If Jedi was here, he'd probably have a conniption because that's his boy. Um, mm-hmm. but my thing is Batman is being done right. 
Batman is my favorite DC DC comic hero. Is is this version of the Batman gonna be in his no, version of uh, DC? Uh, fuck Rob it. Pattinson is it's the director already said this shit is its own thing. Like he he has the trilogy. Oh. He's working that. James Gunn is doing some other shit right now. So a new Batman? Okay. Another one? I so, don't know if he's relaunching Batman. Like that's his plan. I don't know how he's gonna do it because the Batman that we got with this last movie is what I want. The detective aspect, yes. the gritty hand to hand combat, the him putting fear into it, like that's what I want. I love I loved it. The Riddler. See. Oh my God. Well done. Perfect. Well done. I am scared because yes. when I saw the Joker silhouette, I'm like, please, there's so many other rogues in Gotham. You guys did a show about it. The Queens, like, there's so many other villains you can. Yeah. I would love to see. Give I would love to see. Hush. Hush is dope. Mr. Freeze is probably, after the Joker, probably my favorite. Give me, yep. Give my me Mr. Favorite. Freeze. Because I can yes. get behind you. It's like, I'm trying to save my wife. Y'all out of here won't let me save yep. my wife. I'm going to kill everybody for Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. He on that Star Lord shit. You know what I'm saying? They're coming out with the Joker too. I don't know if you guys saw it, but EJ was actually talking. Uh, about I'm not it. really excited about I it. Love, okay. I love well, I love Joaquin Phoenix in the first Joker. I liked because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm I'm the type of person, and if Rob was here, you know he's 100 against it. He's true to the comics. He wants that. Um, Jedi is the same way. I tried to tell him. I'm just like. I'm all for retelling stories because one, these are fiction, right? Like Joker's mm-hmm. not a fucking autobiography. So just tell it. There's in a no way. origin a actual way. story of Joker. Tell There's no origin story. Right. Tell it in a way right. that that can appeal to and the way it was written, like that's why it won uh Academy Awards. I think Joaquin Phoenix won like best actor that year. Uh it won uh best cinematographer. Like it was well done and it was a nice piece on how the world can fucking break somebody down like that everybody's like all you had to do was watch falling down with michael douglas like that's cool but that's a good movie too from back in the day but this was very well done and the fact that at the end you don't know if the movie happened and then he's talking to the doctor at the end like laughing and she's like what's so funny you wouldn't get it like if that all happened in his head or if he really did that shit and he's just thinking back on it like that whole movie was well done to me yeah. But you can see his mind splitting in that movie. Like I thought that's what was him. interesting about it. Like he you can root it. for the villain. Like the world is mm-hmm. assholes, yeah. bro. Fuck them. It's it's kind of like more like an anti-hero movie, kind of. Yeah, it's like it. this is what happens when you push me today. I already got problems, bro. Like <laughs> now I'm, I'm done. trying to deal with this shit. Yeah. Y'all just keep kicking and kicking and kicking, and eventually I'm gonna kick right. back, bro. Like cool. on live, bro. TV. You took my sign and you beat my ass with it. Like, gotta <laughs> fuck somebody up. Like, how how, how many time. times do you get kicked before you kicked back? Like, exactly. You, you, yeah. Like now, granted, he he kind of went. Well, he the, went. The best part went, of that movie is when he was like at the children's hospital and he was doing the clown shit, and the gun slid across the floor. And he picked that bitch up and he was like. <laughs> Sorry. You guys didn't see that. Either. Sorry, Fred. Did I see that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That gun slid across. He picked it up like, oop. All the kids were just like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> What's that? It's a Nerf gun. You're like, you gotta protect yourself no. in these streets. It's these streets, like, man. Uh, I get yeah. you. 
You're fired, bro. For what? Like, bitch, you got a whole gun Get in the, the fuck out of the hospital. <laughs> but, you know, that that's, that's always been the problem that I have had with DC. Again, I don't shit on DC. I like them. Mm-hmm. There's characters I absolutely adore. But they... Like, already you have the Batman with Pattinson that people absolutely adore. They're not going to be a part of the mainstream story that James Gunn is going to do. Whereas you see Marvel and everything flows from the first movie from um, Robert Downey Jr. doing Iron Man. And then you have these like side side stories of like, you know, TV series and it all ties into the story. Mm -hmm. I wish DC would do something like that. They deserve that's, it. Mm-hmm. They, do. James they do. They really do. And that's why they picked them up. Yeah. They were just like, do. And, mm-hmm. and that's what everybody's been saying since DC started. Just do what they're doing. Like, nobody's going to yeah. come at yeah. you and be like, you copycats. We want that. <laughs> we right. want you to do that. Uh, my, my, <laughs> issue, my issue with James yeah. Gunn is that it's not that I don't think he'll make a good movie because he's shown that he can make good movies. It's the tying of everything together. I don't know because he, he's not proven like even with the Guardians movies, right? Like there's not really continuation in the Guardians movies and they don't really tie in to the MCU as a whole. They're kind of like their own standalone movies in the long run, right? So that's what I'm looking for out of him. I right now reserve my the right or reserve my opinion to say I don't think he can do that shit. Mm. I can be proven wrong. I hope I there am. There you go. But expectations. I hope I, I hope I am proven wrong. But right now, I don't I don't see it. The track record don't say like he's good at tying shit together. Mm. Now, will the movies be dope? Mm. Absolutely. Like with Peacemaker, I think that series is incredible. I do. But overall, tie this to something and show me show me that you can do it like i thought the first suicide squad movie was good but the one james gunn did the second one i didn't like that as much i didn't like that too i will say that that is probably like john cena as peacemaker is probably the best thing john cena has done in hollywood agreed (laughs) yeah and that's saying something with like bro just just be a, a fucking dumbass. And, and you know, it and the thing about it is Vigilante stole season one of of uh Peacemaker for me. Is that his name? Oh buddy that went to fucking prison mm-hmm. to fuck up his dad because his dad was racist and he don't like racist. Like, yeah. This is yeah. this is the arc for me in this season. Like, you know <laughs> Vigilante was the one that stole <laughs> I mean, it for me, you know, but uh yeah. John Cena as Peacemaker. I'm like, bro, this is the best thing John Cena has done outside of WWE. Yeah. I like Eric said, maybe maybe he'll um, be able to pull James Gunn. Maybe he'll pull something off because I forgot that he kind of like got handed like a garbage smoking bowl of shit with uh, the Suicide Squad movie. And then he like, here, fix it. Right. So maybe he can. I mean, I'm not bashing him or anything. Like, I like James Gunn movies. I just wasn't impressed with that Suicide Squad movie. But maybe he will be able to pull it off. Maybe he has some vision where he can. How do you guys feel about 
Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. Are we like over that now or we want to continue to see her play Harley Quinn? I want somebody that plays a more original Harley Quinn. And that's me. Like the original outfit, the like the whole get up. Like I am not crazy about her outfit that she wears. That's just me. I'm just I think it's just overdone at this point. Like I think when she was just in certain movies, but when they gave her her own movie, like constant overdose of Margot Robbie trying to do that accent, trying to be silly. I'm just like, her voice is annoying to me, <laughs> you know, um, like her scenes and like suicide squad, like it was cool. Like, cause it wasn't too much on her, but like when they gave her birds of prey, like first, like if you, know what birds of prey is like it shouldn't be just focused on harley quinn uh Huntress. that was okay Huntress, right there was some dope yeah. characters that Huntress, needed, like, stories her, her, yeah. she needed her like if they just broke it down like gave huntress her own movie gave black mm-hmm. her thing and then they kind of formed into birds of prey that would have been better instead of just making it a harley quinn movie featuring <laughs> birds yeah. of prey like come on man like don't don't do them like that right well, that, and that's a, exactly what you're talking about. There's a missed opportunity for building a background, and that's what Marvel did. <laughs> they built a back. They they built a foundation mm-hmm. to grow from. Like you could have had that, and then you had both Birds of Prey, and you would have been more vested in the other valid. characters. Very valid. Like, Just like with the I like the like they yeah. led up to the Marvels with the Disney Plus movies like or the shows. Like if you didn't watch those and just went to the movie and watch who the fuck is this? Who the like please just huh? watch the supporting documents before you just jump into this shit, right? For my yeah. last email. Yeah. Like um Yeah, exactly. Who's this chick? Like bro, it's they there's like Thank a whole you. fucking series <laughs> about Miss Marvel. And then you get to this. This is who this is. Who's this black chick? Did you watch WandaVision? Did you under, like, bro, this, the yeah. fact that Marvel has the Disney Plus platform to kind of give you the backstory before they hit you with movies is, is, is amazing. A lot of people are over it. They're just like, oh, it's yeah. overdose. And I'm just like, well, cool. You don't have to watch the movie. I'll watch it. Other people will watch it. It'll still make money. Like, I don't care what mm-hmm. superhero mm-hmm. fatigue. Y'all call it what you want. Marvel is, is, is like, like Black said, they're playing chess. Marvels didn't make as much as like an Endgame or something. Like, bro, no movie is going to make Endgame money until the last movie of the next big right. arc. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, that was like an accumulation of like 15 years. You literally have almost. to build it back up. Seriously? Yeah. And people right. forget that. Well, Endgame made this right. much. This movie only made this much. Like, no fucking shit, bro. Like, you knew Black Widow wasn't going to make a lot because you already know Black Widow's dead. <laughs> like, what's Black Widow or But, but like, people... You know, but it still yeah. made money. <laughs> but it didn't make game money. So people look at that as a failure. And I'm just like, that's not a failure. But for me, mm-hmm. I really like Black Widow's character. So those people that really liked that character really appreciated that movie. Right. Getting more like a... It's almost like reading a uh, a novel and getting a no- a novella about a side character, right. and you really appreciate it because you like that character so much. Mm-hmm. Bring it down to my original nerddom of being a book nerd. I'm like, okay. I always appreciate those side mm-hmm. novellas, 
about the other characters I think are really important. And that's something that the comics do. And that's something that uh, Marvel is excelling at. Whereas, like, I really liked Wanda and Vision's relationship. And, like, going... Uh, granted, I know it was, like, a continuation. But going and seeing, like, their relationship in WandaVision. Mm -hmm. To me, I really wanted to see that. I know they kind of, like, alluded to, like, the House of M, sort of. But... I was, I was here for it. Like, I'm here to watch that stuff. Yeah. 100%. Um, so I, I'm just, you know, I'm, okay. I, I, for one, am not capable of getting superhero fatigue. I'm, I'm just a big kid at heart. And Hell yeah. if you can put that on the big screen, that's what I want to see. You know, um, the bigger, the better. I do ask that some kind of quality be taken, some kind of care be put in, because I'm not trying to see shit like The Flash uh i saw that on max and i was just like i'm glad i waited for it to come out on max the cgi was so bad mm -hmm. and i understand like it cgi Absolutely. costs a lot of money and it takes a lot of time not knocking any of the 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 graphics people who the special effects guys i know effort gets put in but i know a lot of movies are requesting cgi stuff and they're they're not getting time in between you know it's a lot of things going on in hollywood but i'm sure. just like that past quality, you know, that past QA, that past screenings, like people were looking at this baby scene, like, oh yeah, that's good. That looks legit. Let's put that out there. You know, like, come on, guys. Like DC, you're shooting yourself. Like, and and I'll ask this. Is anybody looking forward to seeing this Aquaman movie? Like, is anybody I was just about to ask that. No. <laughs> Fuck no. Oh wow. I'll wait for it when it's free. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> And I they feel better release the same way. Still watch no. that? No, it's so bad. Like, I I was interested up until like, so I was like watching it, and I was like, okay, well maybe they can make this into something because I wasn't seeing Amber Heard in it. Right. And then they showed her, <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm just gonna wait. Like, I don't what? know, like why you showed her in Done. the trailer, but you did what you did, and right. thank you for like letting your viewers Done. Know. Right. But I have no no desire to see it in theaters. Yeah. So, Willie, to piggyback on what you were saying mm -hmm. with these superhero movies, so look way back into the past. 1993, Super Mario Brothers movie. You had, what was it? <laughs> John Hoskins. <laughs> Black, where'd you go? <laughs> yeah. He's like, no, I'm out. Fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so go, go back to 1993, Super Mario Brothers with John Languizamo and uh, was it John Hops Hopkins? Her, I can't remember his name. Bob playing Mario and Luigi. Hopkins. Hopkins. That was the superhero movies. That we grew up with. Mm -hmm. So to be at the age I am now and to see these movies that are being made, I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I am here for every superhero thing that they put out because my hope is that they will make more. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love seeing stuff on the screen and it's good quality and you know, good story. I'm down for it. I will like 
has the Marvels been out long enough for us to talk about this this mid credit scene or no? Oh, have you seen the Marvels? Like, I'm about to fuck shit up for Jen. Let me be quiet. I would say yeah. Do it. You're you're good. Do it. Do it. Bro. Go for it. I geeked out. Do it. I geeked out big time. Go ahead. I geeked out so bad. I want to hear it. I, oh, hear I it. lost I my shit. In the middle of the theater, <laughs> I, it was dead ass quiet, and I was like, "Oh shit!" It's. it's on <laughs> I was like, "Yo!" For everybody here. Um, yeah. Sorry. Because, uh, bro, I was just like, "If it's fucking happening." Once, like you know, you 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 got the news that MCU or Disney bought the rights to X Men, and you're just like, "All right, now we get to see it." Please right. God. And they give you the first taste of Please this God. is X-Men over here. And I saw my man Frazier, aka Kelsey Grammer, back in the beast shit. You know, and mm-hmm. I was like, here we go. Shut up. Are you serious? Yes, girl. Girl. Ah! <laughs> I was like, I was like, wait, wait, oh, tell oh. me what happened. Tell me what happened. Ah, hold on, hold on. Ah. Wait, wait, tell me what happened. Hold on, I'm bringing it up. Will is getting it for you. Hold up. <laughs> like, Roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Prepare yourself. I don't. I can't believe I haven't watched this. I'm dumb. I think this is like somebody trying to break it down, and I want, I want. You just want the screen. I just want the scene. Want the raw footage. Yeah, I just want the scene. It was beautiful. It was magnificent. I know somebody. Literally, AD was sitting right next to me, and I think I, like, little girl screamed, and the people all around us were like, what is she screaming about? And I'm like, it's Beast. You like, don't even fucking know. Learn you something. I'm like, have you never watched X-Men? Like, what are you doing right now? Well, it was, I was like that. I was like that during uh, Multiverse of, was it Multiverse of Madness? Or was that No Way Home? No, it was Multiverse of Madness. When uh they did the Illuminati and Professor X was there. Christ, why are you yelling at me, man? Holy shit. Right. Rude. Rawr, he came rawr, in rawr. hot. Rawr, rawr, rawr. Hold that. Hold that thought, Black. I want to hear it. Oh my Aw, bitch. Why did they mute this thing? Look at this. Oh. They they got copyrighted. Down, Copy- yeah, man. <laughs> We're gonna try and find it for you, girl. We we gonna find. Oh, 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 this. One. You can give me a play by play too. That's cool too. Oh my god. Oh, we we got some British accents going on. Hello, guys. Let me show you what's going on today. Oh my god. Not sure what that was. Uh... Bro, yeah, nobody's ah, random ass PS5. Nobody who is like, and I'm just looking at the dark web. Like, bro, somebody has this. <laughs> Some I know somebody brought a phone in there. <laughs> Dormammu's domain. My horns are crooked. <laughs> yeah, so this is a steal from it, right? See. So They've got Beast on there. Yeah. So, like, when he, she woke up and, like, the camera panned around 
and you see Beast. Let me show us this mm-hmm. next screen. Like the theater, like it was one of them, like everybody was, <gasps> everybody just was aghast. Like X, X-Men <laughs> are here. It was, you know? X-Men are Do you remember here. that scene in, uh, in Deadpool 2 where he's like, you guys got no other like superheroes around? No other X-Men? <laughs> you guys can buy it? So this was literally like what made me laugh. Hold on, I got it. I got watching it. this scene. Hold on, hold on. So this was her waking up, and then of course there's your boy, and there's her mom who is playing binary in the uh, the move. So you actually got the video. Yeah, hold on. All right, let me make sure this uh, make sure this works. Because yeah, I, I've been trying to if find it, does, it and, and YouTube is is pretty. You know, like Disney is not is no slouch when it comes to finding somebody fucking with their shit. Them and Nintendo, they don't fuck around with no shit, bro. They, they will be like that in the Scientology. That's what they at like. all. All right, I got it. Don't come uh, after me. Don't come after me. I, was, yeah, I said the Scientology. I said, don't come after me. Cruz is on his way to your house right now. <laughs> it's a long drive now. I don't live in Florida anymore. Come on, come on, come on, Tom. Well, he hangs on the side of fucking C-17s. Have you seen Mission Impossible? Like, this man does everything. Oh, God. I'm like, bro, you would have fell. Like, he's just, like, your finger strength is. Not that. bro. (laughs) You're no ninja warrior, sir. (laughs) Try to climb up a ledge. Ow. (laughs) I need a band-aid. The bad guy's got away, guys. Like, I'm not hanging here. Like. Wearing flesh tone. Private chat. Huh? Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to share because I'll let you watch it. Eric. Hold on, me. (laughs) You did some unsavory deals to get access to the dark web, Black. No, don't sell yours. Is that where your gallbladder I mean, no. went, bro? You had to sell it to the dark web. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Hey, no. went to the dark hole. Hey, DFP had me doing this for y'all, man. Don't you don't you forget that. <laughs> I sold my organ for you. <laughs> I didn't need it until I love. sold it. I didn't need it until I sold it. <laughs> oh, I guess I do need that. <laughs> oh, shit. Can I have that back? <laughs> Order. In theory, yeah. All right. No. Outside, I, I actually I guess the whole popcorn bag and everything. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> There's a popcorn. Look at that. Mom. Mom. I've missed you so much. you could tell us. All we know is that binary found it. My theory. You are now in a reality parallel to your own, which is of course impossible. Oh, it's cheap. 
think that might be confusion happening. Confusion is but the first step on the journey to knowledge. I'll take it from here. Charles asked for an update. I'll come by and check out you later. What's going on? Not in that universe. What? Nope, he is alive and thriving. Remember multiverses as you can where see. like people have died, but in the other multiverse, like the people are alive. They still alive. It's like that movie, The One. They just get more powerful. <laughs> but yes, so when that so, popped off, we were just like, it's like whoa. I've seen with my eyes. X Men are in the MCU now. So, yep. They're in the fucking mansion. It happened. Is mm-hmm. where they are. It's a thing. So, do you think it's Patrick Stewart or do you think it's James McAvoy? Charles. Hmm. Well, that beast uh, Patrick Stewart, right? Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, but that's I Patrick Stewart that beast. If, yeah, that's Patrick Stewart beast. Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Um, and so that's the older right. beast. I would not, not be upset was James McAvoy because I know James Patrick Stewart is is up there in age. I don't know if he's right tired of doing it. It was great seeing him in um, Multiverse of the Madness. Multiverse of Madness, yeah. Um, but I don't know. I'd, I'd I'd be open to some castings. I know um, these rumors are going around as far as Fantastic Four recasting and all that, but I don't know how far. Mm-hmm. How far away that is from them putting Fantastic, which I would love a great Fantastic Four movie because we have not had mm-hmm. uh, Please, Kevin Feige. We had, please don't fuck this up. Fight me if <laughs> you are in here talking about the first two were great. Um, they weren't. There were three, correct? Because they made a Fantastic Four, a Quicksilver. You don't mention the third one. What are you talking about? There was only two Fantastic Four movies. What are you? I'm you're not, right. You're right. What right. movie is she talking about, guys? I don't. We don't do that shall here. Not be named. We do not do that. It shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, but, um, I, I, I we're 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 hitting about two hours, so we'll try to wrap this up. up oh. uh, I will ask the queens. Uh, so we're coming to the end of the year over here, over at DFP, and a lot of guys are wrapping this stuff up. A lot of shows are packing it up for the holidays uh what do you two ladies have planned for us uh in the upcoming days weeks months Tay. so tomorrow at uh 8 p.m eastern standard time we do have a queens of nerdum episode 7 the wizarding world deep dive mm-hmm. and uh since i got an okay go from everybody here uh, we are also going to be doing a What If Season 2 wrap party January 6th. Nice, because the episode listing did drop. So uh, it did. Yep. do your homework before tuning into that deep dive or that review, because it's going to be good. So excited to see that. We will be tuned in tomorrow. Uh, Twitch, uh, your YouTube and the uh, Facebook page, correct? Where you're yes, sp- sir. Mm-hmm. So no excuses for missing this, ladies and gentlemen. 
No, yep, you got options. Um, I do have a teaser. Ooh, if I may. You may done what you got. So, I'm not sure how many Uber nerds are out there, but we have in the works a role playing game, old school tabletop style. That your one and only Eric, my better half, is going to be in the house. EJ in the house. He's going to be the dungeon or game master, if you will. Mm -hmm. And there is going to be a lot of fam bam that's going to be playing various parts. So keep an eye out for the ad for that. So uh, that will be, um, I don't have a date yet, but I know it's going to be in January. Mm -hmm. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. That will be more of a series, correct? Yep. Yes, that's going to be a long campaign. Long one. I'm here for it. I'm excited. Me too. As am I. It's my first tabletop RPG, so I'm I Same. into it. <laughs> Me uh, too. Shout out to uh, <laughs> Jen and EJ. They have provided us all with our own very custom die. Um, I have to pick mine <laughs> oh, up. I know uh, both. Really right yeah, she has mine. Um, <laughs> um, so no big deal. Uh, I will be playing as a rogue. If you don't know what that is, wake the fuck up. It's probably the best class ever. Uh, we wear cloaks, stab people in the back. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll all be on the lookout for you. I'm on as the team. You are. Cool. Cool. So we got a lot of things, and yeah, EJ's in the back. Shout out to EJ again. My man wrote, I don't think you guys all understand what goes on behind the scenes. Like, it's just not a, you pick a character and we start playing. He has created detailed backstories for all of these characters that are in here. Shout out to Rob Gibbons, who will be joining us as well. Um, He sent me my story. I'm super excited to do it. He did it for everybody. Uh, He's even going to the point where he is hiding the stories from his lovely wife, Jen. So he doesn't even know <laughs> what is going on. Um, he's been doing this since 2000 and, well, I know 2003 when we were in Baghdad. He's been creating these games. So 20 years of experience doing this stuff. So you know it's going to be a good time. Uh, make sure to stay mm. in DFPN. Uh, trying to figure out how we're going to broadcast and disseminate this out to the the, the people, but we do want everybody to get a look at this and see how much fun uh, these games can be. Um, Black is back with us. Um, you got any announcements, uh, big picture DFPN wise? Or are you saving that for DFPN news uh, for the Patreon? No, so I'll there'll be more news coming, but um, we this t- tonight is actually my last show of the year, so. Uh, I'll be I'll be packing it in and uh, focusing on, yeah, focusing on uh, making 2024 a fresh start for everybody. Um, thank everybody for a great 2023. It was it was an amazing year. Uh, us as a platform, we got a we got a lot done this year. So kudos to the team for everything that uh, you guys did. Uh, Mac, you personally, thank you for holding this shit down while I was out. Uh, the struggle bus. The, 
<laughs> Yo, no, it's, it's shout out to these two because when I be up here by myself, they be up here cutting up in the comments, making the shit. <laughs> it's, Hell yeah! It looks like a solo show, but it, it's it's I have co-host in the comments acting a, up. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's a team, it's a team effort, man. But yeah, thank you, thank you for holding it, holding it together, and um, thank you guys for coming through tonight. This was this was awesome, but. <laughs> 2024, I know the Queens have their whole year planned out, which I'm excited to see how y'all execute it. Um, I know No Gimmicks has got, uh, we're focusing on Philly Mm -hmm. for April of next year. Uh, WrestleMania is going to be our big thing that we're going to be focusing and working towards. We're starting to get a little traction in the group to uh, have like a meet and greet with everybody that's in the No Gimmicks group. Um, in addition to coming out to the East Coast. So we'll be focusing on that. I know the uh, Breaking Down the Classics, they just worked on their logo intro, which is good shit. Kim's working on her stuff. East Smitty's working on his stuff. So we got some good stuff coming for 2024. Pat and Cat. And, uh, I'm a- <laughs> Pat and Cat coming, coming at you with a new show. Um, yeah, it's going to be going to be an interesting year. 2024 so we'll see we'll see what what happens a lot of the stuff i'm very very excited to roll out and um yeah super exciting stuff man like i love to see people succeed and grow in the network i I just love to see it y'all are doing the things and it's so it's just so enticing to watch thank you you're welcome i agree so um with that being said, um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up, but we'll come back because I do have the uh, the giveaway already lined up with all our Patreon. So Patreon members, stay tuned. The rest of y'all, when you see this on YouTube on Monday, you're not going to see this part, but we do thank you for tuning in. Uh, it's very special thank you to the Queens of Nerdum for joining the show and uh, joining the debate. Very, very, very good points taken. Um, however... Great debate, me. I still think Star Lord is absolute dog shit. Um, (laughs) And Peter, Peter you're not wrong. We went through this whole episode for you to. (laughs) I don't still dog shit. I don't. I I don't think. I don't think I cemented it before we moved forward. But I just at the if you don't remember anything else from this show, Mac, aka your boy. When I look at, and you know, it's so bad when I see him in other movies, it makes me mad because of what he did in Star Lord. Oh, so you like Jurassic World? No. Like, really? You dagging him? No, I'm, I'm totally. But I feel, the, I feel the same way about Benedict Cumberbatch. Just the name, his fucking name is just like, like Jesus. You have to be a fucking badass kid, bro. Like, <laughs> the fuck out of here, Benedict. Cumberbatch, you bitch. Cumberbatch. <laughs> You're like Benedict that was too Cumberbatch. Far. If I had to choose between Chris Pratt and Benedict Cumberbatch, I'd probably roll with him. Say, say his name again. Say it one more time. That's that's Benedict your fucking terrible. Cumberbatch. Chris Pratt. <laughs> I mean, that's not better, but Benedict asshole. Cumberbatch is like... Why do you have two... You're crack yourself. Why are you bringing to the party? Oh, Benedict, Benedict Cumberbatch? <laughs> Why the fuck are you bringing him? Where the fuck did you How find you this guy? spell your name? P-R-A-T-T. What the fuck is this other T in your name for? 
the bro, aesthetic. The fact that he rolled. This man rolled with his teeth. real name to Hollywood. <laughs> like, hey, he rolled to Hollywood with that name. And he's he he registered for a SAG card with his real Benedict Cumberbatch. Is he not in movies? Like, bro, you're gonna have to struggle. You're gonna have to struggle for a is while. He, he is. Benedict Smith doesn't have the same ring to it. Though. You're from England, bro. If you come over here from England and your name is not that, furthers the point. Like, God, you think his damn. dad was like a cabbage patch farmer? So they're like, how about come? His dad bitch. was like in the royal sure. guard or something. He had to be. What, oh name, shit! Mike? He's gonna kick my ass. Fuck out of here, Benedict. Round table out here, bro. <laughs> Benedict. <laughs> he's a he's a fuck, fuck out of here. The fucking... But if you all don't know, he is smog. Like from the Hobbit. Oh, oh. yeah! Don't, Epic don't dragon. He was Sherlock, bro. I am. Yes, he was Sherlock before that. Yeah, so. Do you guys see that Sherlock? Yeah. Fucked up his fucking badass. Yeah, I love that show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, name me a show Chris Pratt was badass in. I wish I had a- What's that one? <laughs> they, they the What's that Wait, one? You can hear the crickets yeah. outside. Hang on. That one. That one. That, that one. I hated that show so much. Boy, I fucking hated that show. I really am trying to think of Parks something that I enjoyed Parks him in. And I just... What you were thinking about? Parks yeah. and Rec. He was funny as hell. It's I not- like Parks and Rec. I don't like it's him not because of him, though. That's what I'm I saying. didn't like him as Andy. Uh, he was good in Mario Brothers. My kids liked it. Because you didn't see his face. Oh, I only savage. fuck with Mario Brothers so savage. because of the Mario Kart scene. When they put that in the tra- like, I was dead ass against not, I was like, I am not watching Chris Pratt. Fuck that. And then they put the Mario Kart scene in the movie. I was like, Rainbow Road. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know. I- and here I am dancing like, me, Brad. I was like, look, they did the drift and he got the boost just like you do with the game. I love it. Blue Turtle Show, I fucks with that shit. I'm all for it. <laughs> but, um, it's like, yeah, I remember you posting about that shit before about Mario Kart, really. Oh, I hate both. <laughs> Me and Mario Kart love hate relationship. That's the only reason I buy Nintendo <laughs> systems. It's just like a new Nintendo game. I don't know. Mario Kart 9? Shit. <laughs> Take my yep. card. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of this. Sure the first, the first game that we got for the Switch was Mario Kart. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You got to do that. Same. You got yeah. to do it. Same. It's only right. Mm-hmm. Every time. But yes, thank you, Queens, for stopping by. We don't want to keep you too late because we know you got to get ready for the next show tomorrow and all that stuff. And um, ladies and gentlemen, this has been episode 123. We bid you farewell till 2024, season four finale. As always, I am the homie Mac, aka your boy. This is my homegirl. And I am Tay. And this is my homegirl, Jen. And I am bred like a king. Made us Kelvin Caitley. Thank you guys for tuning in. Until next time, have love, make sex, peace. Peace. Welcome to the smoke pit. Friday night, come and take a load off. Come sit in the smoke pit. It's time for us to show off. It's been a long week. Come relaxing, get some lapsing, and let's talk about these brackets. And while we at it, tell me whose man's is this? Cause I got questions. I'm hoping you can answer it. Get ready, cause you know we gon' talk a lot of shit. It's Mac and Mac. Welcome to
to the smoke pit.